Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 101, The Mind Body Symphony. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's show. To get a summary of everything that's going on this week on The Positivity Effect, just text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44222. You're going to get a text message from me that's going to ask for your email, and then just be on the lookout for an email from me when you do that that's going to uh, ask you to confirm that you're completely cool with me connecting with you and sending stuff to your inbox. So thank you guys so much for that and for connecting. Today we have back on Alex Hofelt, and he was back on on Tuesday, and we talked about motivation through science, and it was really, really powerful. And if you didn't catch that show, Alex is a high school science teacher. He's a yoga instructor, and he's a CrossFit coach, and he just loves communicating through science. And when you listen to him, when you listen to his podcast, Beautiful Dust Specs, You'll hear that in his voice. You'll hear that in the language he uses, in the passion that just drives. And it's such an interesting way to look at self-motivation. Now, I didn't say mind-body connection for the name of this episode. I said mind-body symphony. I said that very intently because something awesome about Alex is his ability to connect through science, to connect the, the practical and to use beautiful language to allow you to fully understand the science more deeply. So instead of thinking of this as a discussion on the mind-body connection, let us think of it more as a mind-body symphony and how beautifully the two work together to form who you are as a human being. So help me welcome him now to the positivity effect. Hey Alex, what's going on? Welcome back to the positivity effect or uh, rather welcome back to the matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. I'm I'm stoked. And are we here? We are here, right? I we, mean, I don't we, really we know. Are here. We're unplugged. We're plugged in. We're... Yeah, yeah. We're ready. We're ready. Neil, awesome. here it comes. Here we go. So, Alex, my question, and it was a little of a, I guess, a little cliffhanger because we were getting so deep into the science on Monday. But this is my question to you because it was, it's been kind of, I've been, it's been on my mind since I had this past guest on uh, a few weeks ago. We had on Monica Bennett, and she's an empowerment coach. And what we were talking about is that the power of your thoughts in what you're trying to do and in whether it's you're trying to motivate yourself, you're trying to change some aspect of your life, you're trying to improve a relationship. And we even got into, into deep about how you can stage. So if you're meeting somebody for the first time or maybe you're meeting up with a friend and maybe you're frustrated with something about that person and then you go down this rabbit hole, we keep using that phrase of, of why you're frustrated with them. So then when you finally meet them again, they have no idea what's going on, but your brain has been doing this negative pattern of thinking for maybe it's hours, who knows? And, and it's, they, they don't even have to ask you what's going on, but they just, you, you put off this energy from yourself that like, they're like, what the heck is, you know, they, they almost like there's an elephant in the room because you've been thinking this negative pattern of, of thinking. Oh yeah, for sure. So what we were saying on the show also is, is, is when we think of our thoughts and that's the question I want to ask, pose to you, you know, with your background is 
how powerful our thoughts are, the things that we whisper to ourselves. So if someone says, if, if say we're, all right, you said if, if being a personal trainer, you have a new client and they're, they're, they're on board with what you're doing. They want to learn. They want to improve their body. They want to take their fitness to the next level. But so they're, we're, they're with you maybe an hour a week or a few hours a week. And then, but then they, when they go home, the, the rest of the time that they're awake in their mind, they're whispering to themselves. It's that, it's the, that in, inner chatter that nobody else hears. They're whispering to themselves, man, this is too hard. I can never do this. I'm going to, I'm never going to do this. Let, let me take the, you know, the, all those insert negative thing there. And then it's almost, it's like when you do that, I believe you. If you're going to, if you tell yourself those things, I believe you. And if, and on the flip side, if the person is, is, is giving them, even though they're struggling still through that, that task or that thing that they're trying to motivate themselves, if they're telling themselves that they can do it, I believe them as well. It's almost like, it's just what you're telling yourself, what, you know, what you're whispering to yourself when nobody else is, is looking or listening, that's going to really, I guess, determine your outcome of what you're trying to do. Yeah, I mean that 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 that's what makes that's what makes you a human. I mean, it, I don't know any other way to say it. We have the entire animal kingdom. You know, there's 35 million plus or minus species on this planet. Species, into, like there's Homo sapien is one species. There's seven, you know, six, some, some like seven billion of us. Wow. What separates us from all of these animals is our inner consciousness that we know about. We are the smartest, right? We're not we're not the pinnacle of of adaptations in terms of like dynamic living, right? You square off against a bear or whatever, you're not going to make it. Or you see, you, you see on the, the the channel Discovery Channel things. Anytime there's a national uh, I always I hate the birds because they all get to just get up and fly away. I'm like yeah. so jealous. So yeah, <laughs> and I, I always look at it through the lens of my puppies. You know, I, I have two little puppies that I rescued, and I I always use in my yoga classes. I'll use the concept of a dog as like living in the now, right? Like your dog is just stoked, no matter what's happening. Yes. is like it's stoked. That's why I love their tail. They wag their tails like this little indicator of what they're thinking. But I don't know. I'm assuming Cosmo. My my I have Cosmos and Hubble, very nerdy science names. Love it. They they are. I'm assuming they're not pondering the cookie, right? It's just that's a cookie i'm gonna eat it and it's done my couple barely even <laughs> choose so it's like i, I relate it back to spider-man where you, with great power comes great responsibility and we live in this world as you you know you know you're you're living a creative life you're, this is a creative endeavor this is putting yourself out there every week on your show through your guest it's a very scary thing you know and if you i was listening to your other episodes you're talking about how you're getting back into health and wellness with your wife and th they're all very difficult concepts and yes, your brain yes. is wired it, you're you're addicted to the older lifestyle. You're addicted to the nutrition, to the feelings of it. You don't realize it. You're not aware of it because you're. It's just something we lose awareness of over time. So as we get going through this, I always tell people, and I'm. I don't, this is super difficult, people. Like you know, if it, I'm, it's it's almost hypocritical. I struggle with this. I I I have a this this concept in. It's a scientific concept called the negativity bias, where it's like you hear 20 positive things and one negative, your brain will stick to the negative. And think about it. If you sit back right now and ponder that, I guarantee you, I'm not. You, you would find it. You know what I mean? You, it would stick with you. you. You've done this. I know I do this with my podcast. You, I have over 100 reviews. There's two on there that are a two-star review. And I just like, I'll, I'll scroll down and I'll always stick on it and read it for a and second. You, you'll I'm like, forget the other 98. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And it's just, so we have this negativity bias inside of us. So what science does for me, what an understanding of consciousness, what my practice in mindfulness, my practice in yoga, all these things do for me is it allows you to become aware of that inner voice. And that inner voice is the power that makes you you. That, that isn't most, you know, philosophically, theolog theologically, you know, people, that is the self, right? That is the mind-body connection. And that self is going to determine what this body can and can't do. 
and you study neurotransmitters, you study the science of it, that negative ideas, the negative body language, one of the most popular TED Talks is simply about body language. I can't think of her name right now, but it's like number four on the list about power stances and radiating confidence through just language of body, which is a biological yes, concept. Yes. You know, And then we allow ourselves to then if you change the vocabulary in your head, which is way easier said than done, <laughs> you change the nutrition that goes into your face, you change the exercise that goes in, goes through your, through your, you know, in the external of your life, you, it's going to resonate in and it turns that you, you can't have that inner voice being the biggest hater in your life. And I guarantee you, if you sit back and ponder right now that I promise you that that voice in your head, unless you're, unless you've beaten this already is, is the biggest hater. It's that little dude around you at all times. It's the only voice inside of us that is with us 24 hours a day. You know, even when we're sleeping, it's, it's almost with us, that, that mind that mind buzz that's there. And like you're saying, it it, it it turns us into all these different things that have never happened. I, I should memorize this quote. There's a Mark Twain quote about how, like, when he died, he talk, he worried about all the things that none of, and none of them happened. You know, it's just this concept that we right. always, always are, um, we're always putting ourselves into these situations, going in a hundred different directions, when in reality, that person is thinking about a hundred different directions. They're not thinking about you. It's just this kind of... Per- it's almost idiocracy, like this perpetualness of just like noise in the background. But yeah, I, I think it's just a concept of how busy the brain is, how powerful cognition and that consciousness is inside you, which consciousness is just the, you know, this fancy word for self-talk. Psychologists literally just call it self-talk. Um, I've done an episode on this. Haha. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Self-talk. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just this idea that you're, you're stuck in that negativity realm and science and awareness. This podcast now allows you and mindfulness allows you to be aware of that. To where you're feeling negative, to catch it, to catch it, and maybe you can't change it. Maybe it is what it is for that moment, but be like, hey, am I being negative? Am I being, you know, dispositive? And it snowballs like very quickly. You can go down. You can go down a little spiral of of shame and whatever it is you're doing. I, I struggle yes, with it weekly yes. with my podcast, man. Like I truly do. I'm not afraid to admit that. It's just like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Is it resonating? Can I fix it? As opposed to just being like, you've created something you've dreamt about creating for years. You're trying. You've you you have 200 people that consistently download it. Just run it, you know, go with it, make it better, but do it, make it better through the lens of love, not through the lens of negativity and hatred. And I think if you can master that, you'll, you'll unlock huge amounts of potential in your, in your creative selves. And, you know, I could talk, I could talk about it in terms of nutrition and exercise as well. Like the CrossFit world, I, my, my CrossFit cue, you know, CrossFit's a workout method that's very, sometimes it, it, it really pummels you. I've been, I'm training for the Chicago marathon. I'm not much of a runner. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, 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 I embarked on a, I embarked on a run that was, I, I messed up my route and I ended up running 13 miles. I was going for a nine to 10 and I ended up running a half marathon because that's what I do <laughs> on a Thursday, I guess. And about two hours in that run, dude, just the wall, right? I was like, oh my God, just self-doubt and self-pity. And like, it's so far away and my knees and this. And my mindset is always that everything ends. It all, it's going to end. Sooner or later, you're going to be at your front door. You're going to be eating a, a delicious egg scramble, whatever it is you're looking forward to eating. And that's my cue when I'm coaching people in CrossFit is like, this wad will end. There's always a time method. There's always a rep scheme. Just move. Just continuously move through it and then figure out ways. I know for CrossFit, for me, it's like I focus more on what I have done versus what's what I haven't done. Like, it's like, okay, we have to do 500 meter repeats. I'm like, okay, I, I have three left. So get this one more done. Then there's only two left. Two left is so much better than three. Then, then I'll get two. Then that'll be, then I'll just be one and anybody can do one. Like, it's just this kind of mindset of just trying to look, spin everything to a positive light as opposed to just right, going down. Right. But then there, then there's days where that workout will just destroy you and you, you've lost, you've lost the battle for the day and it just, Breathe deep, finish it, whatever, stop, come back the next day, don't beat yourself up, you know, you're, you're human, you're living. You know, it's, and it's like, 
I want to talk. I want to have you talk about the science of it because I think sometimes people just need to recognize, and myself as well. This is this is some, I I this is things I have to think. I think of in my own life is you just have to be easy on yourself. You have to give yourself some slack sometimes because of the brain, because of the things that you're trying to work through. And we were talking about. I want to use this example because I want to see how you tie it in. We were talking about tinnitus on the last show and uh, ringing in the ears. And I'll often have patients ask me if they have it, and it's very severe, and they're, they're struggling with it, and they have anxiety, or they have depression because of it. They say, you know, Doc, isn't there just a pill that I can take, or a vitamin, something that's going to help take the tinnitus away? And I have to very gently explain that, no, there's not, because what, what's actually happened, and the reason that it keeps getting worse, is because you're feeding into, there's an actual psychological response that you're having to the, to the ringing in the ears. So what happens? There's a spot in the brain where that where you know that it's it's firing off with this sound with the and there's, I, this was actually what my thesis was on in, in in college is that the more the person starts focusing on it, it 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 basically when you're talking about neuroplasticity on the last call that it 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 drives it in deeper into the brain that this is the response to the brain that okay that the ringing comes up it's time to get upset about it the ringing comes up it's time to get upset about it and it's almost like a negative loop that just continues to grow and grow and grow and and that's often what the conversation has to be is that there's we have to actually look at ways to to drive the person's attention away from it learn to learn to give themselves some slack say it's you know it's okay this is something you're dealing with let's figure out ways to take your focus away from it there's not something i can just give you that's going to take you know completely take it away but we can learn how to reduce our our cycle our actual response to it so with that in mind is that probably the same thing when we think of the things that people are whispering to themselves is that what's happening that there's that the more you whisper the, the negative self-talk to yourself if you're not practicing things like mindfulness like meditation like yoga things that or just giving yourself some time during the day to stop thinking and just be just exist you know ponder the universe look out in the sky whatever you know insert a- any topic there it's that you're going to continue to drive these these neural pathways deeper and stronger and you're going to make them stronger and it's going to be harder to basically step back from them yeah if you think it's it all comes where it's the same words over and over again it's just this that's you are this little sensory input device you're like a you're like a tele you're like a, a radio antenna and you're truly surrounded by stimuli constantly. That's the buzz of of being alive, you know. Unless you unless you live in the woods, you're especially in today in, in today's technological society. And they've they've proven things. Did you hear about that? There was that Facebook study. I believe it was almost illegal. So when people got really pissed about where Facebook selected people at random and they filtered out their wall to put positive, allow for more negative stuff or more positive stuff to go onto their wall. Really? And then we're, no. we're able we're able to then look at the post that the people made with the positive or negative wall. And there was like a direct correlation to it. I, I, <laughs> wow. You should look this up. Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't know the extent of it, but I, I remember people were pissed because Facebook started realizing that they can do these incredible mass data studies with, you know, the greatest data set ever of the Facebook community. So they started manipulating people's walls, which people felt a little, you know, privacy wise, but they were able to do some really good science. Wow. So there, there's, there's so many correlations to that. And it, you are, it, it's, I'm trying it, it I don't want to like downgrade life, but it's like, it's wondrous. You're, you're made of just trillions and trillion, billions of cells, and especially the neurons in your body. And they are awash in these incredibly potent, 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 um, 
chemicals. You know, like if you break down dopamine, dopamine is the pleasure sensor. That that is cocaine. Cocaine is when you input it, you 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 know snort cocaine or whatever. I've never done it. I don't know what you do. You know, it it drastically increases dopamine, and you get this sense of euphoria. You know, serotonin is is in essence the uh, it allows you for learning and memory. It's like the OCD type of things. Oxytocin is the cuddle drug. That's like that's the that's the feeling you get that increases bonding of people, and they see direct connections to this in blood work. Like you hug. There's studies where you you hug a puppy. You're puppy and the the serotonin and dopamine increase in both your blood and the blood of the dog you know it's it's just these constant connections but the dirty the dirty one is cortisol cortisol is the stressor cortisol is the one that that god i could talk about this for days it just it goes on throughout everything and through the nutritional lens you know there the 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 chronic american condition you know the the diabetes and the the overweightness is is staggering and it's tragic in my mind and what it all comes down to is, is inflammation, they're thinking. More and more about the inflammation and then what they call the gut biome, how your bacteria relate to that. They get stressed out. So as you're just allowing yourself to just be inputted into these, the, the world will input negativity into you anyways. If you live a creative life, you'll see this quickly. I, I have way more haters in my life than I have lovers of what I'm trying to accomplish. So if you allow that to come in, which will change your inner voice... Yes, now you allow yes. that inner voice to continue and kind of snowball that. And I mean, you think about it, right? Somebody bumps into you and the, the, the assortment of emotions that you feel about what just happened, how they feel, how it, you know, just this, this snowballing effect of everything where instead of just grabbing onto the snowball and being like, whoa, brain, take it easy. You're, you're allowing your mind because your, your, your brain's smart, but not smart. You, it listens to that voice and it'll increase the good chemicals or it'll increase the bad. And like we're saying, it'll, it'll wire your brain. So if you're constantly in these negative situations, your brain is wired to negativity. And you, you see this as a personal trainer. You know, I see this a lot in yoga is we don't understand the now, like the moments prior to whatever moment we're in right now. So like you're talking about with the tendonitis, you know, that that's years of, of, of abuse. I don't, there's no other way for it, right? Doing something, putting right. your body into right. some situation that was having a long-term negative effect on your body. And I, I see that in, in muscles, you know, in the muscles and joints in the yoga world to where these people finally are expressing themselves through a movement practice like CrossFit, realizing they have very limited range of motion, realizing X, Y, and Z hurts, but then they're like, they want it, they want it fixed because they like CrossFit. They like moving. It makes them feel good. So I, I can't, I, how do I squat deeper? I'm like, you, you embark on a six-month-long you know, yoga journey. <laughs> like it's, there's nothing that I can do to fix you right then. Then right. they get mad. Then they get pissed, which I, I went through this. When I first started CrossFit, I could barely touch my knees. And I remember screaming at my coach, like, why, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do? You know? And he's like, you didn't do anything. That's what happened. <laughs> you didn't, take, you didn't, you didn't do anything. And now you got to backpedal. And it's the same thing where we have the negativity bias. We as humans are also especially Americans and others, you could argue we're we're hotwired for like the now, like we want it now. Like what's the pill now? And the, the, the world and your body are just these pliable little balls of clay. And that's what I love about yoga and mobility and, and exercise and nutrition. It's like you give it the things that it needs, it'll flourish. You take away the things or give it the things it doesn't need, it'll downgrade. But that body's always ready to be ignited into something, into a more positive frame of reference. You know, like if you, if you, if you just choose, like you choose to attempt to change a little bit of nutrition, you can feel it permeate through the existence of you you give it more exercise you stretch a little bit more the, the muscle will change it'll adapt to what it what its baseline was and its baseline is awesomeness you know like it wants to be awesome it wants to express and be the things that you want it to be you just have to have your mind allow for the body to move i, I thank all my yoga people every day at class i teach i teach a couple of days a week at a studio and i'm always like you know you've done the toughest thing you got here that's the toughest thing the toughest thing is deciding to get off the couch 
and drive in the car, walk in the studio, put down your mat and start. The rest is easy. The rest is cake. That That is the toughest part because it's so easy just to be like, nope, I'm just going to stay. You know, like, I'm just going to stay here. I'm not, I'm going to skip yoga. Right, but you know, right. and you get it. And the the thing is the trainers, as the teachers, as the educators like you and me, trying to get people to get past that hump because it, nothing that we do is going to, is really going to, it takes a long time to make drastic changes. So just the mindfulness side of like embarking on it, knowing that it's there and it's ready for the taking, but it's going to, it's gonna, just going to take time. And if you stress on it, like you're saying, as, as you think of the tendonitis, just think of like, I try and always look at it at the lens of like, okay, it is what it is. You know, like I, I have limited range of motion in X, Y, and Z. I, I want to get smarter and do this as, you know, I, for me, I, I, I kind of squandered my education. I wish I would have, I wish I would have been able to, I wish I would have expressed my, my brain more as an, as a young adult in school. So I could have, done smarter things with my mind. I don't know how else to say it. I, I, I call it squandering my gifts. So I just, that is what it is, right? That's the past. It is, what am I going to do now? I'm going to buy a microphone and I'm going to try and share, share my, just put my brain out into the ether because I want to, you know, will, will this be big? And do I have a million episodes? Do I want to be Joe Rogan? Do I want to be Tim Ferriss? Yes, of course. <laughs> if I, if I could be a, if I could be a science communicator, that would be my dream job. But right, if I right. never start, it'll never, it'll never, if I never begin, it'll never, it'll never end, right? Every, every end has a beginning and that's, that's, that's the rub. That's the challenge. So that's what it's about, man. Just putting yourself into environments that are going to allow you to start and you have the capacity in your mind to make decisions, knowing the body and the brain are going to fight you. And you just got to be aware of that. And over time it lessens, it'll, it'll downregulate. It will. I, I promise you. <laughs> There's, there's no other way around it. Man, Alex, I just want to say, first off, I just want to say thank you to you because this is such a refreshing um, take on, on look on, our, on everything that we always talk about on the show. And I think everybody listening right now over these past two shows that we've done this week, that you've definitely got them thinking. You know, you've, you've raised their awareness. And a lot about what you're doing and the way that you're describing and just listening myself, you know, through these conversations that we've had. It, it allows you to stop being so hard on yourself. Say somebody is, they're beating themselves up about something they're struggling with. When they just step back and recognize that we're these, um, that they're, they have an, um, they're an amazing human being right now. They have just so much, like you said, the neural connections, the brain, the body, the, the, the atoms, everything that makes, makes up who you are is absolutely amazing. And you have to be grateful for that, that, that you have that, that you have that body, that you have that mind to think that you have the ears right now to listen to this podcast, that you have the mouth to have conversations with people, the feet to walk, the hands to shake hands and, and to hug somebody. It's, it's incredible. So that, you know, first off, thank you to, to you for that, for just sharing this and doing hey man, it. And, my and, pleasure. Yeah. Sharing thanks this with the, the world. Thanks for the, ta- thanks for the, thanks for the stage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and just, you know, sharing it with the world. So Really quick, I just want to take a couple of minutes, maybe two minutes. If you could, now that we got people thinking and, and we're kind of raising that awareness level, what are some real quick tips, some quick practical things people can do? You talked about uh, mindfulness. You talked about, you know, you do yoga. What are some things that people can do once they are, are have the awareness to say, I want to make a change with, you know, this is specifically with the mind because I think once you get your mind right, you really can fix everything else. You can you can improve your fitness. You can improve how you eat. You can improve relationships. But it all starts with the brain. Yeah, totally. Your your mind it, it's a mindfulness kind of, kind of idea to where if you think about okay, I'm a, I'm upstairs right now. I'm going to go downstairs. My feet, my body are going to go from here to the fridge because I'm hungry. The amount of things that could take place in my mind between here and the stairs will be like, how'd that interview go? What did I do? Did I talk this? Did I, you know what I mean? Like the, the body will just go from point A to point B where the mind is going to go from A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So the easiest thing to do it, yeah, is to, is to integrate a mindfulness practice. And 
I struggle. I struggle with it. I find it to be somewhat of a challenge. I've had success with the Headspace app. I'm sure everyone knows about now the Andy Pudicombe Headspace app. They have it's free it's for ten app. days. Yeah. And yeah, it's super chill. And just sit down and do it. Another good tactic that works for me with mindfulness is uh, Tim Ferriss talked about it. Was you just turn on your favorite song. So you sit up, you sit quietly. It doesn't need to be like oming. People always think it's like in lotus pose. Most of us probably can't even <laughs> sit in lotus pose with like your fingers and like the peace fingers. But no, no, no. Just sit comfortably. Sit up tall. Taller is better because you can breathe. You can breathe. Your diaphragm will move better. And just play play your favorite song. And just for that song, you're just going to focus on the breathing or even focus on the song. I like piano. I like uh, piano instrumentals. And I turn it up loud. And I in my mind, I can picture the syncopation of the notes. I picture their fingers just kind of like individually dancing in between each note. And that turns my brain down. And that allows me to, to do it. And then uh, simple breath counting. You just inhale one, exhale two. Your mind will lose it after a while. Like if you continue to do it, I do it in cycles of 10. Just, okay, so I, I was up to seven, and then I'm thinking about my dog. I'm thinking about my girlfriend. I'm thinking about blank. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm thinking about why well, I don't have a girlfriend. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not thinking about my numbers. What was the last number I remember? I remember seven. All right, seven, eight. You know, you just kind of come back to where it was. And so powerful. It'll, it'll just get better, and don't beat yourself up over it. I, I'm a very competitive person, and when I started doing it, they're like 20 minutes a day. That'll feel like an eternity at the beginning. <laughs> like I, I remember there's been days where I've been locked into meditation, and I'm like, all right, man, I'm crushing this. Like, I, you know, A, I'm thinking I'm crushing meditation, right? Like, <laughs> and then I, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the clock thinking, that's got to that's be like 23 minutes, bro. Yeah. And I look gold, down, gold I'm like, I'm like six, six minutes. Okay, okay. Right. But that, that was six powerful minutes. And some days, you know, you don't have it. If you're sitting there and you're, you're feeling too buzzy and you can't turn it down, just breathe and thank yourself for attempting it and get up and go to your day, you know, and then it'll, right, it'll slowly right. permeate. It'll, it'll start to become a part of your day for me. That, that's where it, the, the sitting as much as just trying to just become mindful of the moments around me and then just go out and challenge yourself. Just take that mind. For me, the podcast world and the audiobook world, I, I love learning. The more I learn, the more I get it going. And Turn down the music that you listen to a hundred times and turn on a little audio book here and there, you know, even if it's like I was asked on a podcast, what's the most powerful book I've ever read? And I, I answered Harry Potter and he was kind of like, what? And Harry Potter for me got me into reading. I was yeah, looking back yeah, and I was pondering yeah. and that was the book that enlight- enlivened me to the knowledge that isn't a book before that I hated reading. You get lost. So just, you get lost. Oh, in totally. It. And that's mindfulness. You know, mountain biking is mindfulness to me. Anything. Just try and just just pick one thing here and there. If you're, if you're a hardcore person, you can do it. Like I'm going to do my nutrition, my exercise. You're going to go full bore into it. But know that you're going to run out of willpower. Know that you're going to hit a wall and allow yourself to do that. I, you know, If you're on a nutrition plan and you have a terrible weekend, it's the weekend. Monday, you're going to start fresh. You know, like people always, they always fall off the rails really quickly where, oh, I, my weekend was terrible. And then it turns into a week, a month, and you're back to your old ways. So just be aware of everything that it's going to take time. It'll get better. It'll get easier. And just embrace the chaos. Just, you know, enjoy the ride. And just pick little things here and there. If you want to focus on the mind first or focus on the body or the nutrition or the sleep, you know, just anything. Just just do something that betters you each day and it'll it, you'll you'll feel it. You'll start to feel it and you'll crave it. You'll start to crave yes, the, yes. the change. And that, that's that's the state where you want to get into. And uh, that's what it does for me, man. Just the more the more I learn, the more I the more I move, the happier I am. And I want more of that. And, uh, you know, for me, what I've noticed is is that you can catch yourself. That's that's what's so powerful about it. Once you start really diving into mindfulness is if that negative pattern of something pops up in your brain, it's almost like you're now, you're the more powerful one and you could stop and say, nah, I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to shut that thought down. And that's what happens when you start really doing that, that whereas before it's like you're weak. So you just, the mind, the thought overruns your mind, like you said earlier on the show. And then 
you're you're down this 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 deep path of of feeling sorry for yourself or pity or self pity whatever you know, and so yeah, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course, dude. Of course, my pleasure. So, Alex, we are at the end, but I want to ask you one final question. I ask all my guests: If you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on everything that you've been through, everything you've done, everything that you've created, especially with this podcast, just amazing. It, I, it's it's really going to change the world. I think is what kind of you know what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Oh, man, that's so that's so deep. Uh, I would like to just make people think. Start with thinking and truly it comes down to I I hope people understand that you have no concept of the true infinite potential and awesomeness that is in you in in the moments around us in this tiny little bit of existence that is. So if I got you to just think for a minute and ponder something that was bigger than you, grander than you and felt the connection to yourself and the world around you, I, I would be a happy camper if I just if I made you feel more awesome through my words and my language and sharing myself with with what what I can do today. I, I think I'd be a happy person, you know. If aside from money, fame, whatever, if I if I could just understand that, just showing you that you are just this infinite ball of awesome, epic potential, and I made you feel that even in the slightest bit. If I if I liked if I got you to enjoy learning just a little bit, I'd, I'd be a happy camper. That's awesome. Boom, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Guys, oh, my pleasure, dude. This was absolutely. fun. Uh, BeautifulDustSpecs.com. Please, guys, check him out. Check out what he's doing. Just a wonderful way to to spend a few minutes and to and talk about mindfulness. What, what I've noticed when I listen to your episodes is that I, it, I kind of do, it's that same aspect. I, I kind of get, my mind kind of gets locked in. I really start listening deeply. So I think that you have that effect on your listeners. So really powerful, guys. Check out what he's doing. And Alex, what is the best way for people to maybe reach out to you? Maybe they have a question about the podcast. Yeah, right right now, people have been uh, just beautifuldustspecs at gmail.com. I set up a little email address for it. Uh, if you have any questions on it, yeah, if, if you listen to the show and it's resonating with you, if you need help with nutrition or I, I know I, I, I have multiple hats. I do know a pretty great deal about yoga and mobility. And you can go to yobility, facebook.com forward slash ability and i've been posting these little challenges that are up there a little uh get you moving in the morning and it, and it, and cooling you down at night kind of thing it can if you want to start a little movement practice with that but yeah i i, I love it i when people i'm sure you know when people reach out to us it's like it's like candy it's like a little christmas every single day i i, I just sure adore is. it <laughs> it sure is a little christmas every time hey maybe we'll have you come back on and, and talk about some mobility that'd be oh cool. man anytime anytime that'd be wonderful awesome awesome alex thank you so much man have a great rest of your week all right thanks a lot Tom. take care 